Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing? LJ, doing good. Uh, on this Thursday, it is once again Team of the Week time, um, and we will certainly get into that in a few minutes, um, but I believe we have... Uh, one story from the games last night, June 1st, and um, it was the most Coors Field game that I have ever, that or that I've seen in, in a while, LJ. Yeah, this was certainly, well, both games on this day were just incredibly entertaining. Certainly very uh, gripping performances from both sides. Brandon, do we want to start with game one? Yeah, we we kind of touched on it a little bit during the show yesterday, right? Because there was an active no hitter. Um, a touch, yes. We we never. I don't think we ever actually followed through on the no hitter breaking up, but we definitely talked about it. Yeah, I believe the Marlins go on to win fourteen to one. Edward Cabrera um, had six innings of one hit ball. Um, looked really good. The Marlins, um, they got a big homer from Jazz Chisholm to kind of break things open. Um, and it was just cruise control from there. Um, just a great start for Edward Cabrera, his first innings of 2022 in the bigs. Another one of those young Marlins starters that we're hoping can break through here. But um, certainly a great Sorry, I'm not sure how much of that last part cut out um it was a great showing from from him in game one yeah absolutely and you talk about a great showing from him overall fantastic showing from the team as well another game this year with 20 plus hits as they just poured it on early really gave him a comfortable situation i mean you get the score in the first and then you get the really crooked number in the fourth all of a sudden right at the time that it's like you know make or break for how long this outing is going to go, how this no-hitter is going to go. He starts getting crooked numbers put on the board for him, and he feels a lot more comfortable, no? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I I can totally agree with that. Well, game two was something, um, to say the least. Here. It's a thing. 
it, it was a thing that happened. Um, we have ourselves a good old-fashioned slugfest, LJ. A route done by both teams is the definition of a slugfest. Where all pitchers went to die. It's basically, yeah, this, this game was like the first steps towards Skid Row for every single pitcher involved in it. We're talking a 13-12 to final. The Rockies win on a walk-off homer from Brandon from uh, Brendan Rodgers. That was his third homer of the game. That's LJ, a bingo-bango Yahtzee Supreme, Brandon. It is a bingo-bango Yahtzee Supreme um, on my bench for fantasy. Picked him up. Had an open roster spot. Um, was, however, I figured, yeah, I don't need to play him. I'll play one of my other second basemen. Pops off three home runs. Tough yeah, scene. Okay. Scene equals tough here. Um, but yeah, the Rockies win thirteen to twelve. They come back. Um, believe at one point they were up by a substantial amount here. Um, yeah, you know, you're talking 10-7 to 7 going into the 6th inning, the Rockies led. Then it was tied 11-11 in the 6th, and for 3 innings, the, the, the pitchers were like, actually, for the 7th, 8th, and ninth inning, innings, let's just actually be, be good now. And then, once extra innings hits, we can go crazy again. <laughs> it's amazing. Let's just, before we get into any more, if you have any more notable performances to talk about, from during the game, let's take a minute to appreciate the pitching in this. Because first off, you got Rodgers on the mountain for Miami. That's a guy who, yes, it hasn't been a good year, but he shouldn't be this much of a pushover under any conditions as to go three and two-thirds, five hits, five walks, five earned. That's just straight-up incompetence. And then you have Brandon Herman Marquez is on the bump taking the start for the other side for Colorado. This the greatest the pitcher in, in their franchise's history. The best pitcher in Rockies history is on the mound. Gets blown up five innings, six earned with five strikeouts. He allows three home runs during that stretch. One of which, of course, to Rojas in the third. And, and Ostadio in the third, excuse me. Ostadio, the man for the Marlins now. Williams. Joey Wendell's out. Willie and Astadio in. Oh boy, let's let's pump the brakes there, buddy. Don't be hating on Astadio. This man I'm not hating on is what. I'm hey, just look, you're look, up. look, Williams Astadio is what every baseball fan wants. He doesn't strike out. He plays every position pretty much. Um, great personality. Just an overall fantastic guy. Yeah, every team should really want him. Joey Wendell doesn't wear batting gloves. Yeah, no, I. That's the no. That is the thing, LJ. I'll have you know that when I play golf, I don't wear a glove on one of my hands. Um, and that's for Joey Wendell. For right. Joey Wendell. Yeah, when I when I golf and I and I go a gloveless, that's that's for Joey Wendell. This is for Joey. This one's for you. I better play oh, good Joey. today. Now, now that I said this and everyone knows, I I have to play good today. For Joey for it's He's his third time on the IL this year, LJ. I mean, I feel terrible for him, for the guy. I have to play a good round for him. Brandon, Brandon's going to put all of his athleticism into this round of golf entirely for Joey Wendell. 
beautiful. And we're going to get an update tomorrow. Yes. Uh, another notable performance, the kind of pointless, confusing two-inning win for closer Daniel Bard for the Rockies. Brandon, they bring him in for the ninth um, to try to get a save here. And, he, of course, that, that goes sideways. There's an unearned run, scores for Bard. He stays out there, pitches the 10th with the runner on, because, I mean, I guess who's – well, I mean – Truly, who is better to be in a situation with a runner in scoring position than your closer? But, you know, it worked out so well for him last time that they decided to run it back with that. He gets through that and gets the win. You're you're not going to see that very often. Yeah, four walks on the day for him, I believe, is what he ended up with as well. Um, We're going to ignore that for his sake. LJ, I don't know. um, So me, me seeing that four walks reminded me of something that I um, wanted to bring up the other day and I forgot. LJ, there's a pitcher on the Athletics. His name is Zach. Wait, if they're on the Athletics, are they really a pitcher? With the exception of Paul Blackburn. This guy, hey, let me tell you here. Zach Jackson, LJ, not having himself a bad season up until the other day. So, he's a reliever for the A's. He comes in. He's done everything. He's thrown more than an inning um, out of the bullpen. He actually usually goes four outs. Um, But they bring him in um, May 31st. So this was on Tuesday. They bring him in Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. A, A typical Tuesday against the Astros. He comes in. Um, on three days rest. So it's been a minute since he's pitched. Fresh arm. He comes into the game with a 2-4-2 FIP. Like, that's that's good, right? That's what you want to have, a 2-4-2 FIP. Yeah, yeah, that's solid. That's solid. LJ, the first batter he faces, he walks. Okay? The second batter he faces, he walks. The third batter he faces, he walks. Well, that's an issue. The fourth batter he faces. Wait a minute. Time out, time out. So you're telling me he got through the three batter minimum and they decided to still run him out there. Oh, yeah. they. Where's they... the logic here? I, I remember a day, and it was very recent. Like, we're talking two years ago before the three batter minimum, where if a reliever came out of the pen, there was always almost always two guys warming up. And if the first reliever came out of the pen and walked a guy, or especially if it was a non-competitive at-bat that he walked him on, he was pulled the next at-bat. How have we gone from that to giving a guy four batters leeway? Um, it, it not only was four batters leeway, LJ, um, but it was, I believe he entered the game when it was tied, and there was, yeah, there was already a runner on base. Oh, so he walked the first three, which walked in a run, okay? And then he walked the fourth batter, and all of a sudden it's three to one, and that's pretty much the game. They lose three Look, one. You ju- you just can't you can't keep him out there. You can't keep Zach Jackson out there if he's gonna pitch like Jack Jackson. He became the first pitcher in Oakland Athletics history to enter the game, face four batters, walk all of them, and then leave the game. 
That's amazing. Speaking of amazing performances, Brandon, did you see what happened to Joey Votto two days ago in Boston? Yes, somewhat. To make a long story short, this man managed to hit not one, but two balls just off the very tops of the walls. One in right field, one in left field off the monster, neither of which ended up being homers. This, This guy hit eight bases worth of ball and only got four out of it. He hit eight bases worth of ball. That's he hit eight bases worth of ball. I'm telling you. Look, right center and it, it right center at Fenway isn't a joke. Left center in Fenway also is not a joke, especially when it's that high. I, yeah. I, I feel for the guy. Well, LJ, should we move on to our teams of the week? Absolutely. All right, uh, we're going to start off with pitcher, and um, LJ picked one of my uh, favorite pitchers here. Yeah, we're going to go with Sandy Alcantara for my pitcher of the week, the first player on this team. Look, I I know it's harder to have two starts and still have this top quality, but when you can be the war leader in the league over this stretch with one start, over that that spans with 0.6 war and you can go eight innings i mean there's literally nothing i could there's no way i could justify not taking him with this performance i mean what else more could he have possibly done what did he end up with 14 strikeouts i believe this was just a terrific terrific game one earned um i'm out of bad things to say about sandy alcantara yeah, it was between him and the guy I ended up picking, which was Martin Perez. Um, gets the ERA for the week at .64 after pitching 14 innings, allowing only seven hits, one earned run, two walks, two 11 strikeouts. Um, I believe one of those starts was against Tampa, and he just absolutely shoved. Um, I'll give you both of his lines here. Yeah, against Tampa, seven innings, three hits, no earned runs, five strikeouts. And then he was at Oakland um, five days earlier, seven innings, four hits, one earned run. Um, This is a guy who has gotten at least um, through six innings in um, each of his last three, six, eight starts. He's gotten at least through six innings. Uh, this this stretch that he's on here is quite ridiculous, and in my mind, he's I don't want to say head and shoulders in front of the pack for the AL Cy Young, but him and him and Verlander are the two that um, I would certainly have my money on right now. Brandon, we have we are now officially three weeks away from Martin Perez check-in day. Yeah. It'll be a fun time to talk about. It'll be certainly a good day. Um, that reminds me, as we're talking about check-ins and checking on things, it didn't dawn on us that we had other regularly scheduled events. So the 12 days of Memorial Day have not only turned into 13 days of Memorial Day, but they're also going to be very loosely scattered past Memorial Day. But we are going to be back with our American League Gold Glove tomorrow and our National League Gold Glove on Saturday. Brandon, are you excited about those two? Super excited. And then I can't wait 
um, Sunday night to get back and talk about the Yankees game that I'll be at Sunday. I'm going to the Peacock game at 11.35 a.m. Sunday. Beautiful. Moving on to catcher, I went with an American League East player here, Alejandro Kirk. Mm. Honestly, one of the most amusing builds in all of baseball is Alejandro Kirk. He slashes 444, 474, 898 with two home runs and eight runs scored over a five-game stretch this week for Toronto. Fantastic job from him. I end up going with Wilson Contreras as my catcher. I went with his brother, William Contreras, last week. Um, And Wilson Contreras uh, had himself... Quite the hitting week. You're talking three homers, five RBIs across seven games, um, a walk percentage close to 10%, 370 batting average, 470 on base percentage, um, and .7 war. Just really having a good week for the Cubs. Yeah, well, moving on, Brandon, going to first base here, I ended up going with Freddie Freeman of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He gets .3 war over this week, slashing 286, 375, 500, walks 12% of his time. Um, Ultimately, for me, it came down to him and Mancini, and the numbers were so close with Mancini having such a better BABIP, like just such better luck on the week that clearly, like, it was clear. Freddie Freeman was finding ways to make his own luck at the plate this week. LJ, uh, there was a very obvious pick here. It was Paul Goldschmidt. This is the it wasn't, third... It wasn't Freddie Freeman? No. Um, no. Third week in a row, I'm picking Paul Goldschmidt at the first base spot, and for good reason. Another seven games, four homers, 10 RBIs, a 20% walk rate, uh, 0.8 war, and that's with a 417 average a 533 on base percentage and a 958 slugging percentage. He also currently has a 23 game hitch streak. Um, dude is just red hot right now, and I think this is the best stretch we've seen a player have um, so far this season. Fantastic, Brandon. Who are you looking at at second base? Second base, I um, went with Jonathan Scope, who we talked about yesterday. Um, when we were kind of going through some weird a leaderboard, looking at some of the uh, defensive stuff. And I believe we, we saw that Jonathan Scope leads MLB in outs above average. Yes, that is correct. By, by, quite, by quite a large margin, actually. And I had brought up how he wasn't having the best hitting season. Um, well, I'm picking him for player of the week here because he actually had himself a fine week. Uh, a home run, seven RBIs. Hit 333, 367, 630, a 179 weighted runs created plus for the week. And he he uh, gives himself a half a war uh, across those those uh, seven games. So certainly a productive week. And, you know, you can have um, down weeks offensively and that, that a defense will, will help out your war and all these stats so much for you. Um, and it's just a real contribution to your team as well. Absolutely. I almost went with Jonathan Scope here. I ended up going with Tukapita Marcano of the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
he had a heck of a week as well, getting half a war. He slashes 316, 350, 632. And really, it was kind of, I know I was kind of splitting hairs here, but, you know, Marcano, he hits another home run than him, has as, as many uh, runs responsible for between his own runs and his RBIs this week as Scope does, and he gets that stolen base. That ultimately ended up being the deciding factor for me. LJ, who did you go with um, at third base? Brandon, who do you think I went with at third base? We are going back, and we are still riding the Rafi Devers gravy train here. 0.6 war on the week. He slashes 382, 417, 647 with a home run and 10 runs scored during that stretch. Another absolutely dominant week on an absolutely terrific season for Rafael Devers. You know, at some point here, I know there's a lot of guys in this AL MVP conversation, but both him and Martinez really deserve to be in that conversation as well right now. Yeah, absolutely. And you picked a Devers three of the last four weeks for your third baseman. So certainly him and Paul Goldschmidt. You know, that's something cool about doing the team of the week every single week is you're going to have guys that are just having great months, great, great stretches. Sorry for that. You know, having great months, great stretches. And um, certainly Rafi Devers and Paul Goldschmidt um, have been doing that as of late. At third base, I went with Key Brian Hayes. Um he picks up a half war this week, 429, 500, 619 um, for the batting stats, four RBIs, a homer, five runs, um, and he's been really good on defense too. He's, you know, we've certainly seen him flash the glove in the time that um, he's been up in the majors since last season. Um, and a guy that LJ and I are certainly rooting for, I want to say. Me and you both want to see him be good. Yeah, he did strike out a lot though. That, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. For the week, sure. Um, but overall, he was he, he was hitting the ball good. And sure. the Pirates, LJ, the Pirates sweep the Dodgers in LA. Yeah, again, fantastic stretch. This Dodgers team continues to confuse me because so confused. <laughs> they look they look so elite until they just don't, and when they don't they do it for like five, six games at a time. Like they have a week that just is absolutely abysmal. And again, you know, it's, it's honestly, is it just so Brandon has to put the Mets at the top of his power rankings next week? Jeez. It depends how the Yankees play um, this, this uh, series against the angels this weekend uh, or well today. And then this, this a uh, series against the tigers this weekend, but Oh boy, LJ, we might be, having a, a bit of a shuffle up there at the top if the Dodgers don't don't get it together. Um, Talk about um, – what was that? What was the words that were going to come out of my mouth? Oh, tr- common trends on this list. Mm-hmm. My shortstop, Andre Semenis. Mm. Again, another really good week from him. He gets .4 war. Another great week from him on defense. Slashes 389, 421, 6'11". I mean, he's really he's turning into a fine young player for the this Guardians squad. Yeah, and you know what a trade they choose to trade away Francisco Lindor. They they didn't want to pay him. They'd rather pay Jose Ramirez, and they get Andres Jimenez in that deal. Um, who 
this guy's a great contact hitter. Um, he's hitting for a high average um, pretty consistently here. So uh, I'm I'm I I think that that's just a great move in general that the the Guardians ended up making um, at least looking so far. I went with Miguel Rojas of the Marlins. Two homers, uh, two RBIs, uh, hit 375, 474, 750. Most importantly, though, didn't strike out a single time this week. 0.4 war. Um, uh, Kyle Farmer also had a great week for the Reds. He was a much better hitter. But I'm actually going to take a little LJ stance here. I'm taking Miguel Rojas because of that defense, baby. Give me the defense. Yeah, here we go. Defense does win you the chippies. That's what I'm telling you. Now, over to left field. I honestly don't feel like this one was close. I'm interested to hear your um, logic here and who you took. We definitely split here, of course, by the way I'm talking. I went with Trevor Larnick here. 0.6 war slash 273, 433, 682. Two home runs. That's also a 23% walk rate. Terrific week, both sides of the ball from him. I don't see anyone that really the resume comes close. LJ, I'm not going to lie. Um, I had a major just like not paying attention moment. I was reading this guy's name who I typed in, but I, I, I didn't mean to pick him. I was just reading what he um, had there. I, I, I agree with you, LJ. I am going to pick Trevor Larnick. Um, I did put Jordan Alvarez down for some reason. I swear I did not mean to pick him because I got to this left fielder's page and I was like, wait, who did I pick again? Um, Brendan went on autopilot is what, what Autopilot, happened. yeah. Autopilot, me just slotting in Jordan Alvarez. No, I mean, Trevor Larnick, I mean, LJ said it pretty well. When you have a walk rate that's, that's that high um, and – you know, it's going to help your on-base percentage. It's going to help your, your overall contribution to your team. And um, had a great week uh, defensively as well. That Yeah, I agree. Trevor Larnick, um, certainly for left field. Changing minds, changing hearts, changing worlds. LJ LaFura. Uh, Brandon, who do you have in center? I went with um, Adelise Garcia of the Rangers. Two homers, six RBIs, two stolen bases across six games this week uh 321 batting average um he actually didn't walk a single time this week pretty interesting um 0.4 war a bit of a weaker week for um the center fielders honestly yeah this was a very weak for weak week for center field i went with albert almora jr of the cincinnati reds over six games he was hitting 435 also didn't walk but he did drive in seven runs there there wasn't a good option here no you know you could go with ortega from the cubs but he only played five games and had a lot of singles it looks like um it's also so much harder to do i mean i know like there's some exceptions, like when you clearly have the most war and you've played half yeah. the games that anyone else did in a week, that's one thing. Like but right for, field when we get to that. <laughs> for the most part, it's a situation where, like, it's so much harder to play a full week and be consistent mm. enough to get to these numbers. Like, playing six games, six games out of seven days, 
that's a that's tough. That's grueling on the body. That's why I won't go with a non-qualified catcher. Yeah. Because it it especially at that position, it takes so much more out of you to play as often as they do. Well, LJ and right field, I think we're in agreement here, and this is also our player of the week. For the second week in a row, we're going with Mookie Betts of the Dodgers. Uh, four homers, five RBIs, seven runs scored in the last seven games. Um, he leads, I, I saw this the other day, in terms of the run scored stat, it's him with 51 and then a drop-off of 12 to Rafael Devers, who's second in the league. I mean, Betts gets on sure he has the best offense behind him to get him home but still um he's been he's been a getting on base just at a ridiculous clip and this and Brandon, is sorry, yep go ahead. no this is i was just saying this is like the the closest to 2018 bets that we've seen um since then certainly what i would say is now imagine this what if both of them are on the same team what if both Raphael devers and rookie bets were on the same team Oh, that'd be something. LJ, what if I told you that at one point the Washington Nationals had a lineup of Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, uh, Anthony Rendon, uh, Juan Soto, and Steven Strasburg slash Max Scherzer on the mound? Isn't that something? Brandon, what if I told you that there were like five Cy Youngs on the – early 2010s Detroit Tigers just stuff doesn't work out in baseball it breaks our hearts and it breaks our hearts for the rest of history is really what it shows us as baseball fans like if you're a fan of the game you're still going to be left wondering oh what could have been with those Tigers teams you're still going to be wondering oh why wasn't this team more dominant like why on earth were the 2018 Nationals not at minimum division winners like with that type of talent around there it, it, it will never make sense to me. It just won't. Um, but, LJ, let's wrap things up. We went the same way at DH with um, Polar Bear Pete. LJ, tell us what he did this week. Petey Polar Bear, he goes 375, 556, <sighs> 8.13. So th- there were guys with comparable uh, weighted runs created plus out there. I mean, I could have gone, especially me, I could have gone with Wilson Contreras, Trey Mancini, guys like that who qualify at catcher. But you have to consider this is a guy who hits 375, walks 30% of his at bats this week, and the majority of the rest of them were absolute blasts. Like you're talking about to have an 813 slugging in that section, like over that period of time is terrific yeah um he led all players um well at least i I believe all players in walks this week with with eight um eight and 27 played appearances uh talk about scared to pitch to somebody um yeah leads all players trevor larnick second juan soto third um so yeah there you go Nelson Cruz also had a good week walking, didn't he? Yes, he did. He had That's six, a lot of walks, six walks in six walks in twenty three plate appearances for Cruz. Fantastic. And was hit by a pitch. And before we go, we gotta make a check here. Four home runs for Nelson Cruz. We haven't done a Nelson Cruz mm. uh 
quest for 500 check-in in a while. We, he's really got to pick it up here. He needs a big summer. It, it's a big summer coming for for Nelly. If it's not a big summer, then you kind of have to pronounce do, do you pronounce it dead if it's not a big summer? Yeah, unfortunately. All right. It's going to do it. Thank you for listening. Check us out. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at MLB Daily Pod. And um, we'll see you. Go watch the NBA Finals tonight or something. See ya. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.